there's multiple shapes and sizes to decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Welcome back to Launch Speed, the podcast where we do stuff. And, you, and tell you things. Why are you wearing a hoodie? Why are you not wearing a hoodie? You are wearing a hoodie. I am wearing a hoodie, but I don't have it up indoors. It's cold in here, man. Is it? Yeah. All right. Well, a little bit. So, it's been a week. <laughs> you, you just sound so excited about that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I am excited because we're back. We're back here in the stew. In the stew. Didn't we say we weren't going to say that again? Yeah. Yeah, too bad. I like it. Anything, has, did anything new happen with you that I don't know about that you might want to share? That publicly? you don't know about? Yeah. No, but why is it all about you, man? Why is it going to be about you? It's, it's all about it. the listener. Is it, though? I mean, 50-50. <laughs> it's mostly about me, though. I mean, we did another day of hard manual labor in 40-degree weather yesterday. That was fun, though. It's kind of yeah. fun. Nothing like working five days in a row to work a sixth day. Yeah. Dude, well, it really takes it out of me on like Sundays. Would I mean you 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 slept for like eleven hours last night? So, well, yeah, because I got like an average of five all week, and then I got six yesterday. I don't, and I could be wrong. I've heard it both ways, but I don't think that you can actually make up sleep like that. It's not that I can make up sleep. I just rather stay in bed when I don't have to be woken up. Ah, there it's it it's kind of like it's not it's not making up sleep. It's just. I love being in my bed or in a bed and asleep. And so when I finally get there, I want to stay there as long as possible. Okay. I get that. I, I don't like getting up just for like no reason. I, I do wish that uh, I could make it an entire, like make it to about 1130 without being woken up by a dog bark. Yeah. Well, it's part of the, part of the territory. Part of the, it's a package <laughs> deal. You want to stay here? Gonna listen to some dogs. You guys are my only friends. I got no option but to stay here <laughs> unless I want to stay in my apartment all week. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that either. No. Anyways, what about you, man? Did I mention that I moved last week? I don't think so. So I moved up to Rockville from Silver Spring. Right. Uh, it's it's not downtown Silver Spring, so therefore it's a little better. Traffic's so like even though it's. Uh, five miles farther from my work, it's actually uh, nine minutes closer. Now that I think about it, we did talk about the process of moving you, but you haven't yeah. actually talked about how your new apartment is, dude. That's true, yeah. So uh, even though it's five miles farther, it's nine minutes closer. Okay, that's good. Yeah, there's only one light between me and the Beltway. Nice. And then it's just straight to work. I can I can get up about 10 minutes later than I was getting up before Woo. and cut it kind of close to being late. But yeah. You know, occasionally late. Uh, for like two weeks, I've not been late, which late is uh like five fifty when you have like you don't start getting paid till six, but you're still late and they still harass you and they might dock you thirty minutes if you are like show up at five fifty five. Dock you thirty minutes even if you that doesn't make any sense. Oh, I know. You should. You can't. You can't just not be paid for the work that you do. Oh yes, you can. We did. It's no, ca- it's because no. we don't have a union. Like, there's nothing we have. We have no rights. As- Take him to court. No, not for thirty <laughs> minutes of my time. Thirty minutes 
You just show up. You show up at five fifty-two every day. You get harassed for an entire year. No, you get docked fi- thirty you, minutes. They'll pay. fire you on the third. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. It's so it's so irritating. It's not the military. You don't have to be ten minutes early to everything. Or well, <laughs> no, actually, like forty minutes early to everything. Yeah, if you're ten minutes early, you're still late. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I I mean, but I have other exciting things I want to talk about. So. Since when you moved to here, to this house, yeah. how many times did you have to go to the hardware store? About a million. Yeah. I have been there a total of 19 times. In like two weeks In now? In two weeks. I've made multiple trips on multiple days. I've done that. I've done it's that. It's the worst it's because it's just like you you roll out, you go to you go the, like I go to Home Depot. That's the closest place to me. I go in there. I buy the thing I need and then I get back and I start doing something. I'm like, I need something else. Poor project management, dude. Dude, it is. But then it's like, I don't know. I don't know what I need. Like, I'm not going to go around and inventory the whole apartment and be like, okay, I need that. And I need that. And I need that. I should. What are you doing that you need all this stuff for? Well, we, for? Didn't, we didn't have any lights. There's no lights in the apartment. Right. There, there are switches on outlets. Yes. So you need lamps. So I had to go buy a lamp. And then I had to buy some curtains. Well, dude, because the metro is right across the yeah. road from us. Uh-huh. And it's... One, it's really loud, mm-hmm. and it's really bright in the evenings. Is it? Oh, I guess the station's right there. Yeah. So. I think that I could have sworn that someone at Metro took a spotlight and was like, hmm, that apartment complex over there needs a little light on it. So they just shined it, and it aims right at my window. I swear to God, it just like... It is all... You know what? It is all about It you. is about me. So you got blackout curtains. I got blackout curtains uh, that are... Curtains are too expensive. How much were they? $27 for one and i needed two to cover my window so it's 50 bucks yeah that's a bit expensive and it's because they're blackout like i didn't want to buy the 99 percent light blocking ones because they were like a dark navy blue and it looked like it was supposed to be black but it wasn't and i don't like that color you don't like dark blue no because it's, it's too close to black and not quite cl- black. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. Because like black is easy to match with any other black, but like if you have a certain type of blue, it won't match any other blue you ever buy. Right. Yeah, they're pretty sp- specific. But I but I have a bunch of shirts that are that are dark black, and another couple shirts that are slightly darker black. <laughs> they just haven't been washed as much. They haven't faded. Anyways. So I've just been I've been going to and fro Home Depot. For the last two weeks, uh, it's the majority of my time right now, besides playing computer games. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Would you rather shop at a Home Depot or a Lowe's? Home Depot. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because That's- I feel like every time I go to Lowe's, like there's something that they don't have. And then I like need to order it from somewhere. Yeah. So here's my... I, I can't quite determine which one I like least because I don't like either of them. <laughs> But, like, neither, neither of them have any good customer service. Like, Lowe's employees are, like, a rare breed of albino coconuts. Like, they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just can't find anyone to help you. And if you ask for help at Home Depot, they, like, condescendingly look at you and then look at the aisle and they read it to you. Ah. And you're like, wow, man. That's pretty that bad. That's super helpful. And so there was I, was, I needed some clamps. And I asked the lady, I said, are, like, are you guys out of one-inch clamps? And she goes, are they on the shelf? No. I hate that. I hate that answer. Then we're out of them. Like, that's not true because that just means you haven't restocked the shelf. Right. I'm sure you have them. Mm. And so what I did was I looked up where they, they keep all their back inventory. 
and I just read the boxes and I was like, oh, there's a box right there. And she's like, well, that's not my job. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. Wow. 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 Yeah. yeah. I, well, so as far as customer service goes, um, I'd say Lowe's is better because, well, okay. If you go on a weekday, okay. if you go to a weekday, that's not like between like four and six o'clock in the afternoon, like on a work day, you, you can't find anyone. Like everyone <laughs> is busy. You go up to somebody they're in the middle of helping somebody else. And you ask them a question, they're like, I got to I gotta finish helping this person. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, all right, well. Uh, but Home Depot, uh, like the couple of times that I've been there, it's been 10 times worse. Yeah. They're just, they have no idea what they're doing. One time I, I was getting a, a table saw. I bought a table saw from Home Depot and it took them an hour to get it to me. I was in the store, took them an hour. To bring it out from the back? Yeah, they like had to get a forklift or whatever. And somebody else was using the forklift, apparently doing donuts in the back or something. <laughs> and so, like, it took it took an hour. It, it was crazy. And then the next time I went to Home Depot, it was so confusing because I went. To, I had to return or exchange the saw, so I returned it. And she was like, "I think there's one in the store." I was like, "Okay." And then, like, twenty minutes later, she was like, "Oh, some guy bought it right before you got here." Yeah. Okay. She's Two minutes before you walked in the door. I don't know. I I believe it. There was only one left. Okay. I knew there was only one there, Fair and enough. I checked online before it came, and it was, then it wasn't. Then it was gone. I was like, great, wonderful. Anyways, enough. yeah. Home Home Depot customer service sucks, but they have better items. I was just about to say the Home Depot is kind of like the uh, like Waffle House of the convenience. I've never been to a Waffle House. So it's it's usually clean, but it kind of looks run down. But they have everything you could ever possibly want for like breakfast food. That's like a Waffle House. Sorry, I forgot you're talking about Waffle Houses. Like, well, what do you eat at Home Depot? <laughs> they back. do not have that many samples. That's and then like that's what Home Depot is like. Like, it's not gonna be like the best experience you ever had, but you're most likely going to get exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, I, I get Unlike that. Unlike at Lowe's, it's it could be anywhere. I think sometimes Lowe's they wake up one day and they're like, we should organize everything with items that rhyme and then other days we'll organize them in a matter that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I've had some uh, issues finding stuff at Lowe's. So we now have uh, two walls up with the shed. Yeah. With the woodshed that we started a couple weeks ago to store wood it's, in a woodshed. Yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing how much, like how time disappears when we're like, when we get to do manual labor together. Right. But like I spend all week doing it and those eight hours feel like a lifetime. Right. But we worked from nine, like 10 o'clock to five and it just flew by. Yeah. It, I, I enjoy it. I mean, like I could do that as a side gig, you know, like one or maybe two days a week on the weekend, like do a couple hours of construction, you know, but nobody wants to pay anybody to do that. No. So it's like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll build this thing for you. It'll take me six months, but I'll build it. And I mean, maybe if you did it for cheap and it wasn't a necessity, well, then I'm not making any money. Well, you're doing it for fun. Well, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I can do, but I can, I can do what I like and get money from it. I totally agree. That's what I'm trying to do. I mean, I don't enjoy it anymore. I still love being in construction, but I don't enjoy my job. You'd, you'd like it better if you were doing better stuff. Yeah, and I'll, if I didn't work with people who aren't like complete and utter jackasses. It's with the. Ter- it comes with the territory. I don't, I, like, I, I always thought that that was just, like, a stereotype 
but God, is it accurate? Well, the more the more specialized trades, not all of them, but most of them will have more intelligent people. I agree. With my experience, like with with cabinet makers and people do hardwood flooring, like that's hard work. They're like they're still good laborers, but they're also intelligent. You can have a conversation with them, and they're not just total morons. Well, that was condescending to all other construction workers. Well, I, I wasn't saying that about all construction workers. <laughs> it sure sounds, <laughs> sure sounds like you good just, things about these people. You just gave them a smackdown and said, get good kids. Yeah, the rest of them suck. I don't know. Plumbers are kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Usually, like, some of them are nice. Some of them are just like real like self-righteous. I, I will say you do get a lot of that in uh, the construction field. Is the self-righteous like since they didn't go to college yeah and they're making good money they're better than you right but it's all it's all a, you know a choice in life and it's not like your choice was any better like yeah you're doing something you like and you're making good money but like this person was pursuing something they also loved and who cares if they're going to make a little bit less as long as they can make it yeah as long as you, as long as you make a choice you end up doing something that you kind of like and you you're well enough off that you don't have to worry about stuff it's yeah. fine like if you the the worst thing to do is go through college and then pursue a trade you either want to go to a trade school and do that all the way through or go to college and then do that route that would seem like a really moronic decision to get a bachelor's degree and then also be in a trade school immediately following right i agree I don't. I don't know who we know that has done I, that. I have no idea. It's, it's, it just sounds like something that you would only do if, if nobody loved you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. What's with the beatdowns today? Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, what has been your favorite part about the woodshed? Like, what has been the most satisfying part so far? Getting the walls up. I was yeah. Because it's like yeah, it, it took a while to put the deck together, but you can really see it coming together. Like we we framed it out. We did the the rim joists and the joists and the cross beams, and it's like you can you can kind of see it slowly taking shape, you know, evolving over time, putting the floorboards on. Yeah, but the walls, you build them when they're all on the ground, and you stand them up, and you're like, damn, it's, it's a wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of, like the building's almost done. <laughs> yeah, it's like it really adds a lot, with depth. It adds like literal depth to it. Yeah, and it makes it just seem that much closer to being finished. It, it we we made some big strides on, on this weekend. It really amazes me that my parents and grandparents and like a lot of people in my family like built their own houses by hand. Like they didn't hire people; they like put the frame together themselves and nailed everything down. It's just like I mean, if if this if that was us working on Saturdays, <laughs> it would be you know years. solid two years. But I mean, I guess they were also doing it for residents, and they were doing it every day of the week after yeah. work like still they, though it's that's a lot of work they were driven by necessity and were driven more by like a pursuit of a goal right yes yeah if you were down here we could we could we could have had it done by now for yeah sure. if i lived not an hour and a half away it would have been done within the first two weeks right we just go a couple couple hours a day after work you know yeah. easier said than done obviously but well, maybe maybe in a year I'll, I'll move closer and you guys can fully abuse my knowledge of building. I'll abuse it, yeah. Right, Would you agree that putting the walls up has been the best part so far? Yes. It's it's irritating to me how in my mind, like I, I think I know the proper way to do it and like this way should work. And then like as soon as we start putting it together, I'm like, nah, all right, we got to scrap that plan. Like we got to change it. We got to move. Like we got we to gotta do this now. 
That's why you can't be a moron and be in construction. Yeah. You, you get, shouldn't be a moron. You just got to accept the fact that sometimes you don't know the best way until it's there. And it's one of those things that there's so many different ways to do it. And some of them are better than others, but most of them are probably going to work. Yeah. The end goal will get you a building that's standing that will stand for a long time. It might've taken you a couple extra steps or you might've like overdone certain things. I'm of the mindset. You can't overdo construction. Some things you can. I mean, yeah. But like if it's all you're doing is adding integrity to the building, it's not overdoing it. It might be overkill, but who cares? Like you're guaranteeing it never, it doesn't break. What we lack here is integrity. <laughs> so enough, enough about me, mostly me and a little bit of you. Uh-huh. Uh, let's, let's hop into, you know, I'm sure you got something for me today about tech that I might care a lot about or not at all. So, uh, there have been three episodes aired of the show Watchmen so far. Uh, and it's good. I like it. I think it's really good. It, it's really keeping me on my toes. I don't know what's going to happen. And it's interesting. It's is, very intriguing. It, is it a good storyline? Or yes. is it just an interesting storyline? It's. I'd say it's good. I mean, it's one of the... Like, you know, uh, you can't really say a storyline's good until you're finished it. That's true. Would you agree? Game of Thrones definitely proved that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one was so long that you can look at individual sections and be like, I liked this storyline. Yeah. You know, I like 95% of this character arc. And then they just fuck it up at the end. Or they just flatline the character arc and it's no longer an arc. Yeah. Just a character line. Yeah. But anyways, I, I've been enjoying Watchmen. But but HBO has announced something in the last week. Uh, it's, a, it's a new streaming service. It's HBO Max. And I don't know what it does and I also don't care what it does. Wait, wait. So so there's still HBO, uh-huh. like Showtime, mm-hmm. I think. And then now they have HBO Max. Yeah. Which sounds like a porn addition to their it does, services. But it's not. I think it it's a streaming service that includes TV, you know, as as a lot of streaming services are doing nowadays. But I went in, I went in Disney Plus is also coming out soon. It might already be out. I don't know. It was the first couple of weeks of November. Uh, but I went ahead and looked up all the streaming services. And the ones that I bothered to write down, because there's a lot more, are Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Showtime, Prime, ESPN+, CBS, YouTube, Apple+, BritBox, and Sling. Those are just the ones that I bothered to write down. And, I mean, like, is it going to get to the point where we're paying the same amount that people were paying for cable in order to get the same amount of content? Oh, 100%. Like, eventually a conglomerate is going to emerge here. And it's going to be cable TV stream-wise. Yeah. So you just won't need the actual cable connection. Yeah. You won't, you just, all you need is you know Verizon, and then they'll probably offer like a package that gets you Netflix, Hulu, HBO, ESPN+. And then you can like add on like Sling. And then maybe – why is YouTube in here? Like YouTube TV. Oh, right. Right. Is, have they put out anything good so far? They have like live TV. Yeah. Oh, so you can just like watch sports through them. Mm-hmm, yeah. Gotcha. Because I've seen I've seen a couple advertisements for their movies, or or shows actually. I think it's like Isla. I don't know. I I don't. It doesn't interest me. I, Do, me I'm never going to use YouTube for any kind of like streaming service besides watching content creation. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I get that, and I like. There's only like maybe two things that I really want to watch on that, that are like live, not, not live TV 
that are on cable that are hard to get or possible to get on streaming services. It's only like two things. So it's like, I'm not going to pay it, the average is like 40, 50 bucks a month for these things. Like, okay, that much. <laughs> but if I wanted to get the same, like shows and stuff that they have on TV, I would end up paying the same, if not more. Cause you know how they bundle your cable and stuff together. Yeah. So it's like, you need to get the cable and the internet and the phone in order to like save the money or whatever. Do they still offer phone plans? I feel like yeah. I if feel- I if I wanted to change my cable, I would have to get a phone. That's obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, can I just can I just use the the modem that I have? And they're like, no, you need a special one with the phone. And I'm like, what if we just don't hook up the phone? They're like, well, then it won't work. Like we won't, you won't get any service if the phone's not connected. And I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like that. That's it's absolutely absurd. But streaming services are, are just like smaller cable companies. They're like breaking up the amount of channels basically that you had before into more packages. So you end up paying the same amount of money. It's it's crazy. Yeah, they, they definitely saw us coming. Uh, there's there's two two or three streaming services that I can guarantee I will never buy and I can live without ever watching their content ever again. Disney Plus is one of them. Dude, The Mandalorian. I don't care. I, All the Marvel movies? I, ref- I Yeah, I... I the Marvel movies, Disney Channel. Okay, no, the the Marvel <laughs> movies were good, but they will never fall in like top ten movies for me ever. Okay, for you, yeah, that's fine. So since they don't fall in the top ten, they're not worth my time. And then also like uh, Showtime. Yeah, I don't even know what they put out. Uh, Dexter. Yeah, it was on Netflix. And anything else they put out, I won't know about because I won't use them. Okay, that's fair. And then the last one is uh, Apple Plus. Apparently, they have some good shows. I, I just read that like four of their shows were picked up for a second season, and Apple Plus has not been out that long. True. I, I've heard good things about their shows, but they're not, they don't, they don't have like a monopoly on something that I want to watch. They're just putting out their own shows, right. and I'll live without them. Mm-hmm. I, out of sheer principle, I would never get Apple Plus. Agreed. I App- do not need to support the, I don't know what you would Chinese call it. Chinese sweatshops. That produce our produce the iPhones and every other Apple product. The, sure that, but I was gonna say the sheeple machine. Oh yes, there's all these sheeple getting new Apple phones every year that they don't care about. It doesn't matter. It's Apple's just bringing out the yeah. sheeple machine, shearing them off, selling them a thousand dollar computer stand. Yep, just mechanical piece. Yep. I I don't know if Apple's business model is the ideal candidate for a business model, but it's pretty damn good. Well, it was, they're losing touch with consumerism because before they were, they were bold, they were daring. They came out with all these new ideas and, uh, Tim Cook came over and just, they're just doing the same thing over and over and over again, but people are buying it up. Yeah. I mean, I feel like losing Steve jobs was a big, big loss in the Apple department, except for, for their health and well being, Cause apparently he was an asshole. Really? Yeah. Well, it was succeeding. Yeah, it worked for him. Tim Cook uh, has taken a book straight out of like EA's pages and was like, we're going to put out the same product every time, rebranded, and you suckers are going to buy it. Yeah. And they purposefully do stupid little things like change the buttons just a little bit so you need to buy a new phone case. Yep. and Or they just take out the iPhone, the headphone jack, which a lot of phones are doing. 
Yeah, mine doesn't have a headphone jack. And it's super frustrating because you can't, like, if you drive a car that's predates 20, let's say 2013, just arbitrary number, you don't have Bluetooth. Bluetooth isn't wasn't really an option then. Right. So you got to have an aux cord. And since you don't have an aux input, you got to buy the adapter. And then you can't charge it at the same time as listening to music. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, like Apple, as an example, they, they came out with, like, uh, laptops. They may not have been the first laptop, but they were the first, like, commercially available, like, reasonably good laptop. That was after their crazy desktops, right? And then they came out with the iPod, which is, like, revolutionary. It was, like, yeah. the best MP3 mp3 player on the market then they came out with like a touch device is the ipod touch yeah that was a big move there yeah and then they came out with the iphone like those are some big innovations there is it is a phone that was a media player yeah and then the upgrades that came with the following iphones were pretty massive all the way up to about seven yeah yeah but like iphone big innovation taking out the headphone jack not a big innovation (laughs) it's like yeah we made these $200 Bluetooth headphones. Well, great. Bluetooth headphones have been around. These are just expensive, but the sheeple will buy them. The funniest thing is, is they will. So when I bought my iPhone 10, they gave me corded headphones. Oh, the, with the, uh, the lightning plug with, on the end? With the lightning plug on the yeah. end. But all that meant was I couldn't use uh, my headphones uh, and charge my phone. Right. Which is pretty irritating. I mean, I have the same thing, but I pretty I just have Bluetooth headphones wherever I need headphones. They did they did force me into Bluetooth, and I went to Bose. Yeah, well, you can get you can get good Bluetooth headphones um, for re- relatively cheap. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you're not missing out on that much by not having the headphone jack. Except I have these nice headphones that have the the audio port. They're not Bluetooth. They're nice Bose like earbuds, and it's just, what do I use them for anymore? Yeah, my uh, I've got a pair of noise canceling H or HBO noise HBO cance- headphones. Noise canceling Bose headphones that are corded, and I can no longer use. That sucks. I don't even know where they are because I haven't used them in years. Nice. And moving right along to other big innovations, Ford has really stepped it up here. They they've did a they did a little thing just a little thing for fun funsies. Uh, they have a one thousand horsepower Mustang concept not going to be readily available or available at all probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but the reason I put this down is because it has a six speed transmission in an electric vehicle, which basically means nothing. I don't know what it's doing there. I don't know either. Is it just so you can feel like you're interacting with the vehicle? Basically. The article was just like, so you can feel like you're changing gears. I mean, it's the equivalent of having the uh, the paddle shifters in a CVT car that doesn't have gears. It's just one gear, and you, you paddle shift it, and it, it throttles the revs a little bit. It like brings them back as if you're shifting and puts them back where they were. Yeah. And Did- it makes a noise. Didn't they originally make CVTs to not have any kind of shift point? Right. They added them in so that it felt more natural. Yeah, because it was just like a constant, like, press the gas and it just kept going. Right. And that's how they work. I, I mean, mean the gear ratio changed. But people are driving electrics now, which don't have that. They don't have the 
this the lower power and then the increase as like you shift or the engine shifts for, like for you with a manual right or an automatic yeah so like why add this to an electric because when you get an electric you're not buying it because you're a motorhead you're buying it because it's a nifty neat little gadget and you probably don't even know how to work a clutch well there's something to be said for that <laughs> but i don't know like if somebody offered me a tesla for free i would not turn them down no it, it's you can still like cars and also like electric cars. Eh, debatable. I mean... I won't debate, though, because I agree some electric cars are really cool. Tesla kind of takes it takes the cake on like the, the hype of electric. Unless we're talking about hybrids, in which case the McLaren P1, the Ferrari LaFerrari, and the Porsche 918. Yeah. That those take the cake for me. But those aren't electric. They they're, hi- they're, they're hybrid. Yeah. But they're not pure electrics. Also, how do they measure horsepower off an electric vehicle? Is it just off the wheels? Probably. Mm. I don't know. It's a good question. I bet they I bet they drop it on a dyno. Gotcha. See what it does. Uh but but the, there's no point to have the manual transmission in an electric car. You can put it in first gear and it'll do exactly the same thing as in sixth gear. What if they made the the, the transmission work so it in first gear, it just doesn't, it limits the engine. Yeah, that's the only thing. Well, it would limit the engine, right? It would probably just limit your throttle control. Okay. It's like in first gear, you only get 20% of the power. You can max out at 20%. In second gear, you get 100%. So just start it in second <laughs> gear. Like in sixth gear, like it, I, I, I can see how they could make it feel like a, a manual transmission by artificially ruining what a car actually is. <laughs> but I it just don't understand. Does it have the stall feature? Like if you <laughs> <This> does, <laughs> it's like, not a bug, it's a feature. Will it will it stall on you if you F up the shift on first? Probably not. It should. It's I guarantee it's not actually uh it's it's like uh the equivalent of what they have in the racing sims. It's just a little computer thingy. You just move between the slots. Okay. I mean, it's not... You can't grind the gears. You can't actually disconnect the transmission because there's no transmission. So you still drive a manual. Do you ever, like, get nervous when, like, on a long intersection? Like, of, like you you didn't want to stop and then you had to, like, kind of make a last-minute stop and then you have to gun it again. Like, are you ever terrified you'll just stall right in the middle of the road? No. Are you? Slightly. Really? Because the Jeep has... Uh, uh, anti rollback. Uh, so if there's a slight grade of the Jeep, and then I try to just like normally shift out, I'll stall it because I have to overcome the basically a parking brake that engages without without me wanting it to. Right. So there's been many times where I've like creeped out into an intersection. I've stalled at dead middle. Well, I also I I moved your Jeep today, and uh, it's weird getting it into first gear. Yeah, it is odd. It. You you think you put it in first gear and all you did was put it in third. I like let the clutch out and I was like giving it gas and and nothing was happening. Yeah. Uh, and then I let the clutch out a little bit more and I was like maybe I'm starting to move. I don't know. <laughs> it's it, this what it what is this? Who designed this? It the Jeep lacks uh some finery. That's one way to put it. Yeah, it lacks a lot. In the factory, they're like. We don't know what a clutch point is. We just we just make it so it fits together and it works. It just spins and it works. What is that voice? It is the is, idiots. Is that a, designing? Is jeeps. that the Chrysler engineer? That is Chrysler engineer. 
I, I whoever designed the engine sure didn't do a good job. Uh, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. I, we got time for no fancy book learning. They're yeah. like it leaks oil every every fifty miles. Well, it doesn't leak it; it burns it. Yeah, that's still a leak. It comes out of the crankcase into the actual manifold. That is a leak. Okay. Or I could just be terribly wrong, and they and instead they just put like a little siphon that goes straight to the exhaust, and that way you can get like black smoke here and there. You get a coal roll with a jeep. I think that's what they were trying to do. No way. I mean. I have to put in a, what is it, a quart of oil every thousand miles. It's probably just burning on the cylinder walls. It's the worst. It's, well, that's definitely what it's doing. There's just, there's some component in there or there's just rubbing and it's just going through that oil. It, it blows my mind though that they have that this is a common problem with Jeeps and you have people who drive Jeeps and they bought it just because it's a fun vehicle. Like I want to know how, how hard they're running that engine when it does burn oil really quickly and they probably don't even notice it. Like, do they just run it down until they run into a problem like an engine sees? So if you, well, if you, if you, uh, if you replace the oil every 3000 miles, then you're not going to know, especially if you don't do it yourself. Even if you do it yourself, you're not yeah. measuring the oil that comes out. Who is changing their oil every 3,000 miles? That's what like the the oil change places tell you. Every 3,000. Every 3,000 miles. All right, get out of here, you money grabbers. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's 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 keep it moving. Let's get out of these vehicles. Okay. Let's, uh, let's park the cars. Let's park it. Move on into a good old-fashioned walking simulator that came out this week known as Death Stranding. A walking simulator. More or less. You know Norman Reedus, Walking Dead? Yes. Never has washed his hair ever. Correct. Real cool dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like the, the redneck uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, badass. Yeah. Way greasier. Uh, way greasier. <laughs> so he, I, I'm not entirely sure how it happened, but there's this game called Death Stranding. Produced by Hideo Kojima, the guy from Metal Gear Solid, like tons and tons of awards and stuff. Everybody really, really likes him. He's real cool, whatever. Uh, so he did this game independently. He had like full creative license. And you, you're basically, from what I can gather, just delivering packages in a post-apocalyptic world. You are Norman Reedus going around delivering packages with the baby. Do you have... Is there... Do you have to like fight anything, or is it just is it just walking and delivering packages? From what I've seen, it's just walking and avoiding stuff. And oh, walking simulator is not it. Um, they tried to increase the realism and stuff, and you know, there's like some tough terrain and stuff. It's it, instead of a walking simulator, it's more like a tripping simulator. Gotcha. Because you're just tripping all the time. If you try and run over rocks, you trip. That sounds. Trying to run down a hill, you trip. So, like, do you have to like press A and B consecutively, like taking footsteps? You probably have to. No, you probably have to walk instead oh. of run. Gotcha. It's a tripping simulator. But this game was like so incredibly hyped. I mean, like the last three, four years, I think I think that's how long it's been in production. People have just lost their minds at every single announcement, and I'm just like, this is way overhyped. It's a stupid concept. It doesn't even it doesn't sound remotely interesting to anyone who likes video games. If you like wasting your time browsing the internet, then maybe walking simulator will make you feel like you're doing something productive. 
But outside of that, you're wasting your time. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of story hidden in there, and there is a lot of ad placement for Monster Energy, but it's it's a PS4 exclusive, so therefore it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No, it's it's uh, it'll be coming to PC in six months or something, and I, for one, plan on absolutely not buying it. Yeah, no, that's a hard no for me, brother. It just, it just looks so bad. And, and I mean, I don't know. Prove me wrong. I haven't seen any positive things about it except for it's weird and a little bit interesting at times. That's not enough. I feel like people are just going to play it solely to brag. Is that the right word? They'll definitely brag about it. Like, there'll be Reddit posts all over the all over the place about this stupid-ass game. Uh, oh, there are. They're all over the place. Uh, they're going to be so obnoxious. And other things that have come out new and exciting is another fighter was added to Smash. For those who don't know, Smash is the best game you could buy for any Nintendo system. It it actually surpassed Street Fighter 2 as the best-selling fighting game of all time this past week. Excellent. Because Smash really does a good job with their games. I, I would like to add that uh, up until recently, it was very... Very controversial as to whether or not Smash was even considered a fighting game. Why would it not? It's like Tekken with cute little characters that beat the shit out of each other. Because the inputs are easier. Ah. That is the reason why. So the the skill cap might be a little lower as a fighting game for Ultimate. But yeah. uh, it's it would I can't see how it wouldn't be considered a fighting game. Well, it... It depends on how you approach it, right? If you're playing with, like, multiple people, like, two or three people in a game, it's just... Random garbage. Sorry, sorry. Three or more people in a game, then it's a casual game. It's a casual party game. Yes. Is what the fighting game community said. <laughs> uh, but I think it. I think it's, uh, it's depth in characters, in moves, in options, has given it the fighting game title. Yes. Uh... And apparently, maybe not the best one, but the best-selling one. I would argue that makes it the best. It's the most fun one I've ever played, and I've played, like, a couple Tekkens. Well, so it's also a lot easier to get into. Yes. Because the inputs are not that hard. Button mashing is always an option. It is, and it sometimes works. (laughs) It does. So, even though... Smash is controversial. They took uh, this new character named Terry Bogard. Is that his name? That is his name. Oh. They took him out of I don't even know the game he came out of because no one has ever played a game that the extra characters in Smash besides like the classic Super Mario Brothers games. Uh, however, like I haven't played them, uh, but you've played the shit out of them for the last couple of days. So I'm going to let you weigh in on what kind of fighter he is. Uh. He's a traditional fighting game character. <laughs> he does have the difficult inputs that traditional fighting game characters have. Uh, and he's he's just a fighter. I don't know. He's from a game, King of Fighters, from the SNK something. Uh, first appearance in 1991. They, right. they brought him back from the dead. He's like almost 30 years old. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, nobody's ever heard of him, but uh, the the creative director of smash was like it's more important that he's fun to play than he's recognizable and he's fun to play he's fun to play and i we've been having a good time with him 
You and didn't seem to be having much fun with them earlier today. Well, it's because I suck. You're getting sauced it's all just, over the map. It's just because I'm bad. <laughs> I, I still haven't quite you know, warmed up to give, how to play them yet. Give no credit to your opponent. I give no credit to my opponent. Fair it's enough. It's not that you're good. It's that I'm bad. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's how it always is. Is it? <laughs> if, have you ever played a game and thought to yourself, man, I am doing so well, but this guy's just outplaying me. It's I'm playing terribly, and that's the only reason I'm losing. I, I have... I have played a game and thought I'm playing so well, but this guy's not playing me. Okay. What yeah. game? FIFA. All right. Smash. Eh, I think they, I think just smash is a little different. I think people, uh, abuse certain things, but that's how FIFA was as well. That's but, how every game that has a competitive nature is, is people just abuse the mechanic that gets them the W. Correct. It's all people care about. I don't know. I, I don't have much else to say about it, but it's, uh, it is news. It's news, I guess. Yeah. And we care about it. Uh-huh. And on that note. Nope. Nope. Oh, we're not done yet. Okay. Okay. So I uh, I recently bought a Blue Yeti mic. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How uh, are you liking it? I, I really like it. I still don't uh, know how to get like the correct settings on it or anything, but uh, like you've had yours for a couple of years now, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I have. Two years, I think. Yeah, actually two years. So like what, what like... What do you think of it? I mean, I think it's a pretty good like consumer microphone. It's not it's not top of the line, but it's reasonably priced, and I think it does a really good job for what it is. I mean, it's not like podcast quality for just because it it picks up a lot. So if you're doing it, if you're like recording with it in a a room that's like dampened, then it's better, and you're not trying to record two people at the same time, yeah. like we used to. Yeah, we uh, we used it on our original podcast. Our original podcast, what was it called? Seriatum? Yeah, and, and the first couple episodes of this one. Uh, but I, I think it's a really good mic. I think it's really good quality. You even put out a couple uh, YouTube videos with it. Oh, yeah, I did a long time ago. Dude. Long, long time where, ago. Where has that career gone? Uh, it's, it's just so much work for only showing it to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> there, was one, there was one that was really, really good, and the other one I, I, I don't think... Uh, I can't remember what it was about, so it didn't really stick with me. But one, Obviously. one was really funny. So if you guys haven't had a chance to check out Brendan's YouTube channel, <laughs> please do that. Uh, you can laugh at the cringiness of it. I, I think the name for it is Subex. Yeah. S-U-B-E-X. Yep. And I think on that fantastic note, and also the dogs are letting us know it is time driving me nuts it's time for us to end this podcast we hope to see you guys next week thanks Thanks for listening. listening